I was listening to a teaching by Pastor John Piper just the other day, and I feel I must share just a little of that with you to start with. Pastor Piper says, Obedience to the commandments is a trajectory of life, repenting of failures, confessing sins, and getting back on has got to happen. In other words, the central requirement, covenant-keeping through faith in Jesus, has got to be real. And obedience is the evidence that it is real. It's the sign that it's real. It's the mark that it's real. It's the fruit that says the tree is real. Dads, we would lay our lives down, wouldn't we, for that to happen in our children? Because if it doesn't happen, they will cease to experience the love of God when they die. And they will experience only wrath from then on. It's called hell. And they will cease to experience the righteousness of God as maintaining some kind of order and justice in the world. And they will experience the righteousness of God only as condemnation from the holy judge forever. If our children do not experience covenant-keeping, fearing God, and the evidence of obedience. Well, hello, everyone. I'm Neil Parks. Now, we've been going through some amazing teachings and understandings with the parable of the ten virgins and the importance of making sure our lamps, or hearts, if you will, are full of the Word of God. Without Jesus living in us, there is no oil in the lamp. And no oil means no light. And no light means we're in darkness. You see, the five foolish virgins did not fear the Lord. Look what else John Piper had to say. Fearing God means that he is so awesome to you that you would not dare to run away from him, but only run to him. Psalm 103 verse 13 says, Just as a father loves his children, so the Lord loves those who, you guessed it, who fear and worship him. One of Psalm 103 and 11. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his loving kindness toward those who fear and worship him with awe-filled respect and deepest reverence. Well, I'm so convinced that in order to have a relationship with God, we must fear and worship Him, even before we can have communication with Him. But fear is preeminent. Look what Isaiah says in 
the Old Testament, chapter 6, verses 1 through 5. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, oh, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood seraphim. Each one had six wings. With two he covered his face, with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one cried to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the post, in verse 4, of the door were shaken by the voice of him who cried out, and the house was filled with smoke. So I, Isaiah said, so I, said, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Oh, what a magnificent moment for that great prophet Isaiah, where he said in verse 5, Woe is me, for I am I am undone. The man was coming apart. He was in the presence of God. Look in the Gospel of Luke in chapter 11, verse 1. Now, understand the disciples had no clue who they were talking to, actually. When it's all said and done, they, they just, because Isaiah was talking to the same person, God, in Isaiah 6, and now we got the gospel in, in Luke 1, uh, chapter 11, verse 1. It said, Now it came to pass as he was praying in a certain place, this is Jesus, when he ceased, that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. I love what the Worldwide English version says, it says in verse 11, it says, One day Jesus was in a place talking with God. When he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to talk with God as John taught his disciples. Well, look what it says in verse 2. And Jesus said, When you talk with God, say, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come. Well, now in comparison with Isaiah's encounter in the presence with God, these followers of Jesus had no clue that they were in the presence of the Creator. The Majesty, the Holy God, was teaching them how to communicate with Him. Church, that's one of the things that we have missed terribly, is how to communicate with God. Two thousand years later, oh, 
Jesus knew everything and every thought in their minds. They had to be taught. And 2,000 years later, yes, we have to be taught. And that's what he's doing with the parable of the ten virgins. In Matthew 25, verse 1, he says to them, The kingdom of heaven, now get this, the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. So, we have to understand here, they may have never been around what he was talking about in Matthew 24 about his return. But he's, but as the day of his return approaches, the preeminent posture of his bride, or church, if you will, is the most important understanding of why we are chosen and to be ready on that day without spot or wrinkle. Now, the term preeminent, the meaning is surpassing all others or very distinguished in some way, outstanding or supreme, if you will. We, as the body of Christ, need to understand we must stand out. We must be prevalent to the world. Look what Mark chapter 1 verse 15 says. Jesus is talking the appointed period of time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent. Change your inner self, your old way of thinking. Regret past sins. Live your life in a way that proves repentance. Seek God's purpose for your life. And believe with a deep, abiding trust in the good news regarding salvation. Psalm 34, one of my favorite psalms. In verse 8, it says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord our God is good. How blessed or fortunate and prosperous and favored by God is the man who seeks refuge is in him. Verse 9, Oh, reverently fear the Lord, you his saints, believers and holy ones. For to those who fear him, there is no want. In verse 10, the young lions lacked food and grew hungry. Hungry, but they who seek the Lord will not lack any good thing. Verse 11 says in Psalm 34, Come, you children, listen to me. I will teach you to, yes, fear the Lord with awe-inspired reverence and worship Him with obedience. Verse 12 
Well, what we have to understand is we come and we come with every bit of our energy, our hearts, everything. He has created us for his glory. But unless we fear him, unless we know him, unless we understand what Isaiah was talking about in Isaiah 6, unless we understand him, that we have to, we have to be different. We have to, we have to stand out. This has to be a real thing. So I want to wrap it up today. But here's one question. As we listen to these teachings, as we listen to Scripture, as we listen to what God is talking to us about, here's the question. Are you teachable? Are you teachable? Are you in a position? that you're ready to be taught and to learn and to fulfill your purpose while you're here on this planet Earth for His glory and to lift Him up regardless of the circumstances. Well, that will do it for today. And by the way, if you have friends or relatives that come to mind, oh, I pray, anyone that comes to your mind that may be on the rail needing answers of why they're here, please invite them, and comments are always welcome. As well, at this address, fillthelamp at yahoo.com. It's all one word, fillthelamp at yahoo.com. Let me pray for you. Oh, Heavenly Father, as I talk to you right now about my listeners, I don't know where all their hearts are, but you do. You knitted them together in their mother's wombs. They have a purpose. They have a gifting. Father God, I pray right now in your precious name, Jesus that your word would come right into their hearts and that they would repent and believe. Father, I just thank you for these listeners. I lift them up right now as these prayers go right in to the throne room of heaven, to the altar of incense that are sweetened and stirred as they rise up to the Father. Father God, I just thank you for this opportunity, and I lift these wonderful listeners up to you, and I do it in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm Neil Parks.